Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash Am I the Butthole? If you love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that subscribe, maybe that like button too, and let's dive straight into today's stories. And this one was from a comment on yesterday's video from a one-winged angel who said, Hey Mark, you should check out the Am I the Arsehole post for Am I the Arsehole for telling my friend I'm proud of her. It's a real wild ride. So, here it is. And it's from InterestingFox4506 who says, Am I the asshole for telling my friend I'm proud of her? I, 25 female, have my own two-bedroom apartment that used to belong to my uncle. I made a friend during my uni years I'll call Mary, 27 female. Mary had quite a hard home life, too long to detail here. I let her know that if she ever needed my help, she could always rely on me no matter what. When we graduated, I asked her to move in with me rent-free. She tried to pay, but I knew she had a lot of debt trying to pay for uni, so I told her no and to spend her money freeing herself from it. She was so thankful for this. I loved having her live with me. We never thought about anything. Both of us have the same cleaning habits and TV interests, so there's never any arguments over the remote or who has to take out the bins, etc. Tonight, we were out at a super fancy restaurant in London as Mary had finally paid off the last of her debt, secured herself an amazing promotion at her job, and also finally passed her driving test. All these achievements in the same month were more than deserving of an award, so we splashed out. It was me, Mary, four of her work friends, and two friends we've known since uni. It was a great night until I handed Mary a card saying amazing she is and how lucky I am to have her as my best friend, with quite a bit of cash inside to put towards her first car. She started crying and thanking me and we hugged for a long time. When she pulled away, I told her I was so proud of her for kicking life in the butt, becoming successful and showing her dad that his dickhead ways couldn't keep her down. After how she struggled through uni, pushing pennies together and working shit jobs, seeing her in her dream career and being such an accomplished woman is absolutely inspiring to me. She looked mad and said, please don't do that. You know I don't like when you do that. She never said anything like this to me, ever. So I have no idea where this was coming from. I apologized and said I didn't realize that saying these things would upset her as it's never been my intention. She just scoffed and rolled her eyes. And when I looked up at her colleagues, they were all shaking their heads at me and glaring. I felt so awkward. I wanted to shrink back into my own skin and I was mortified that I hurt Mary. Mary didn't talk to me for the rest of the night and ignored me at the table. When we split up to head home, none of her colleagues even looked at me as they left. I said sorry to Mary as she was heading to her room to turn in, but she just shrugged me off, told me she was tired and that we'll talk in the morning. I'm so anxious that she'll want to move out or never talk to me again. I keep going over every interaction in my head to see if I crossed a line in the past, but she never gave me any indication that I upset her saying these things before. 
All her colleagues messaged me saying I was an asshole for saying those things to her and belittling her, but I never ever meant any of those things like that. And there's a lot to cover on this one. As I said, there's an update and a conclusion, and we're gonna read some of the comments first. And I'm gonna to try to avoid the ones that are replying to the update to not give anything away at this point. But Coco Snee says, you're the asshole unintentionally. You meant well, but take this as a huge learning moment. I bet this has bothered Mary for a long time and it's hard to voice what it is that bothers her because your intention is so good and you come from a place of love. Mary had just achieved three huge accomplishments in one month, paying off student loans, a promotion and passing a driving test. Amazing. So you congratulated her. She was happy and had happy tears in her eyes because you simply said how proud of her you were and how happy you were with her as her best friend. Had you stopped there, that would have been wonderful. But you had to continue with, I told her I was so proud of her for kicking life in the butt, becoming successful, and showing her dad that his dickhead ways couldn't keep her down. After how she struggled through uni, pushing pennies together, and working shit jobs, seeing in her dream career and being such an accomplished woman is absolutely inspiring to me. You had to drag all the negative things into it. Why bring up a horrible father, shitty jobs, uni struggles, etc., etc.? Mary knows all of these. She lived through them. You don't have to bring it up every time she succeeds in something. You can simply say you're proud of her and happy for her. You don't have to say if your shitty father saw you now, I'm so proud and happy you didn't let him keep you down. You see the difference. Is that Marcy says, I feel like you're the asshole to be honest. I know you meant well. You thought you were being kind, but remember the power dynamic here. You're a have, Mary's a have not. Mary's been relying on your generosity for a long time, which everyone probably knows. You put a large sum of money in a card that she opened in front of everyone, so they know that dynamic too. It's embarrassing to have to rely on someone else like that. Then you spoke very openly on things that most people would consider private. Really? Her dickhead dad, all the shitty jobs and penny pinching. The things you said came out condescending and they are not things you should mention publicly in a setting like that. I know you didn't mean it, but that's probably what happened. And how often do you bring her struggle up like that? The way she was talking, it sounds like you do it often. That's not okay. And we'll have one more from Finland who says, uh, not really the arsehole, but also the arsehole at the same time. I don't think the part she was upset about was, I'm proud of you. I believe it was bringing up the trauma she endured when she was a child. You just thought you were saying the right things, but it may have hurt a bit more than made her feel better. So update. I didn't know how to update anything as I've never posted before. So when things happened, I wrote them down in a notepad to update later. But all this stuff happened in the space of one day. I'm posting them all below because I didn't get the chance to write them up after everything happened as my post didn't have a judgment yet. I saw a lot of mixed reactions to my post, but there was also some great advice in there about how to approach Mary. So thank you for that. I'm afraid all that well-meaning advice turned out to be for nothing. So I'm sorry about that. Things are timestamped roughly to show how the day unfolded. Update 1, 6.30 a.m. So I'm even more confused than ever right now. After staying up all night and being constantly on the verge of tears, I finally heard my roommate moving around the kitchen. So I went to talk to her. She acted totally normally and started talking to me about some drama at her work. While I just stood there kind of unsure what was happening or what to do. So I apologized again. She looked up at me in confusion and said, why are you sorry? I reminded her of last night and how mad she was. Then she laughed and said, it doesn't matter, don't worry about it, and then continued making breakfast. 
I asked if I'd stepped over the line last night, if the money was too much and if I made her feel inferior and she said, nope, we're cool, it doesn't matter. I think everyone just misunderstood the situation and you're taking things to heart a little too much. I just am even more confused than ever. I told her about her friends texting me, telling me that what I said was belittling and that I was an asshole and she just shrugged and said they probably misread things and she'll talk to them. I'm just so tired, I haven't slept because I thought she hated me. That I hurt her and she'd never speak to me again, but she's fine. Like she's completely normal and just chatting with me as if last night never happened, but I'm just so confused. After seeing so many you're the asshole comments, I thought I'd really crossed the line this time, but she's not phased at all. She seemed so upset, ignored me for the rest of the night and her co-workers treated me like a criminal, but everything's okay, I guess. I don't know anymore. I'm tired and I'm going to sleep, but things still seem unresolved to me. I'm going to talk to her about it when she comes back from work today because her reaction still really bothers me. Update 2, 10 a.m. I got a call from one of the uni friends who was at dinner last night and we had a chat. She asked me if everything was okay between me and Mary as she'd never seen Mary snap at me like that until last night. I filled her in on everything that we'd talked about and how confused I was as well. She reaffirmed many of my feelings about this being very out of character for Mary as she also congratulated Mary and said similar things as well as giving her a bit of money in a card along with an expensive gift as did many others. After talking to my friend, I've decided that I need to have a long sit down with Mary to clear things up and it's not only me who's confused by her behavior. Both the uni friends are coming around later to have a chat since now we're honestly quite concerned about her. Her friends have no let up on their text to me so I don't think she's spoken to them. One said, I couldn't try and sweep this under the carpet which is like what? I'm thinking of blocking all of them as they just won't leave me alone. Update 3, 4 p.m. This is not an update I expected to make, not in a million years. Shit really hit the fan and went sideways in a way I never imagined. I'm confused, heartbroken and really pissed off now. So long story short, it's all a fucking lie. One redditor said to me that my friends might have said something to Mary's work colleagues about me that made them not like me. I talked to both of them when they came around in the afternoon and they both denied any of that. The one I had spoken to earlier on the phone, we'll call Claire, said she'd called one of the work colleagues that she knows slightly well in order to clear things up. Let's call the colleague Jane. Jane turned up at the flat and instantly looked pissed. I almost wanted to hide behind the kitchen counter when she came in, glaring daggers at me. We all sat down and let Jane know that I'd spoken to Mary about last night and that she was fine, but I was still confused. Jane then laughed and said, oh, don't try that shit with me. You can't just pretend now that you've been exposed in public. The three of us looked at her without saying a word as we're all confused now. Claire asked her what she meant and Jane said that she knew how I really treated Mary. We both asked her to elaborate and she stood up and went on this tirade about how I apparently regularly abuse and belittle Mary, then intimidate her into saying nothing about it and put on a smile for others. I wasn't sure whether to laugh or cry at this point. She then showed me a text with Mary where Mary wrote to her in distress about being locked in her room because I was having a meltdown about her making friends at work, something that never happened. Claire and my other friend took the phone and looked through the messages as well and I had to stop reading them as, as they all said stuff about how Mary was afraid of me that I'd trapped her here and was extorting rent out of her. It just leaves me numb and dead inside. Eventually, Claire got to the point where Mary said I'd cancelled her 21st birthday at uni and told her she wasn't allowed to go out. 
The thing is, Claire and my other friend were at Mary's 21st birthday, which I'd put over £500 towards to have a themed Great Gatsby night she'd always wanted, which in the messages she was claiming never happened. We went over a lot of stuff in the messages and realized that Mary had been spreading lies about me to all her colleagues about how I was abusive and she couldn't move out because I was charging her so much rent money. This absolutely shattered me. Mary was like a sister to me through our uni years and I can't fathom why she'd say any of these things. It took a long time, but after Claire and my friend went over all the accusations with Jane and I pulled up my bank details to show that Mary never makes a single payment to me except for her half of the bills, she seemed to cool down and settle into the same confusion we were all feeling. She let us know that Mary told all of her colleagues this story and the reason that they were mad at me is because Mary said I like to use a manipulation tactic where I pretend I support her through everything but use a pass against whenever we're in private. They all thought that's what I had been doing last night, that everything I said was meant as a backhanded compliment. Honestly, I'm so just, ah, about everything. I can't even put into words the hurt and betrayal I feel that she'd spread these lies about me. For what reason, for what benefit? I could never lift a finger to hurt her, but she tells everyone at work that I isolate her from the world. Claire had to calm me down as I couldn't stop crying no matter what I did for ages. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It was quite embarrassing, but I couldn't do anything else. Now I'm a little more level-headed, still mad, but not crying anymore. I don't even want to look at Mary again. My friends have told me not to make hasty decisions. Even Claire said she was disgusted by things Mary's saying about me in the text when everyone knows them not to be true. I know that I probably won't be able to clear my name with her colleagues, but I don't really care about that. I just want to know why Mary said those things about me. Jane went quiet by the end of our discussion and left without saying much, so I don't know what that means for me in her eyes. My two friends are staying with me for the rest of the day until Mary comes home. We've all got a lot of questions for her to answer. Final update, 10.15pm. I've booted Mary out of the flat. She threw away years of friendship for sympathy points with her colleagues and I still cannot understand why. When she got home and saw three of us watching television, she got excited and said she'd make popcorn, but Claire took the lead and told her to sit down. She looked confused, but complied. Claire led everything. I didn't know what to say to Mary at all and could barely make eye contact with her. Claire told her that Jane had been around and yelled at me for being an abuser and a bully and asked her why she'd say those things. Mary acted confused as said that it all must be just a miscommunication, that Jane just twists things sometimes and she must have misunderstood stuff she had said. 
Then Claire asked me about the text messages and started mentioning each event that Mary had cried to Jane about me being an awful person. Jane went quiet and then tried to say it was a work joke, but Claire wasn't having any of it. She pushed harder about all of this and eventually Mary broke. She started crying and telling us that she never meant any of it and it was a stupid thing and it shouldn't matter, that she loved me with everything she had and it was just a stupid story that went too far. She started begging me for forgiveness, but I was just too tired and still am. I looked her in the eyes for the first time and told her she had a week to find a place and move out. Then she started really bawling her eyes out and begging me to let her stay, that she didn't think it would matter because I don't work with them. But I told her I was not having that kind of bullshit in my life. I then said, so do you just make up lies about everyone in your life? Is any of it real? She went really quiet, dead silent at that point. I didn't want to believe it, but the way she was looking at me and the lie she made up about me abusing her had me questioning everything she ever told me when we were at uni together. About her dad beating her mum, about her being homeless from 16 until they divorced. I told her to get her mum on the phone and she panicked and begged me not to. Claire then realized where I was going with this and asked her if everything we'd been told about her dad had been true and she cracked and said she may have embellished a few things. I am so fucking fuming at this point. Who the fuck makes up this kind of twisted shit? For what benefit? I can't even write everything that was said as it just resorted into a screaming match between all four of us as we learned that Mary's tragic life story had been nothing but a concoction to gain sympathy from others. Her parents had divorced, but there was no abuse involved. They just fell out of love and split. I had to learn this by calling her mother myself later on to get clarity. I'd never said a word to her mum about anything in the past because Mary had warned me against it. She said I could always be open with her about everything as she wasn't ashamed, but her mum was sensitive and didn't want to talk about it. So it turns out my best friend is a master manipulator and probably always has been. I'm so tired and exhausted of this whole nightmare. This will be my last update as I'm done. I came here seeking help and advice to find a way to mend the mistake I'd made with a trusted friend. But it turns out that the last seven years have been built on a lie. I'm fucking done. With Mary, with everything. I don't want to see her again. I know she can afford her own place, so I don't feel bad about kicking her out. I don't care what she does now. I just know that I don't want her around anymore. I think I'm going to book myself some therapy sessions after all of this shit. It's not a happy update, but it's the only conclusion I've got. Thank you to everyone for all the advice you've given me over the many updates. I appreciate all of it. I'm sorry it's not cheerful, but I just hope I can move on from all of this. And on to the conclusion. I never thought I'd write anything else to add on to this post, but holy shit, did it blow up overnight. I never expected the amazing responses I got, nor the wonderful people in my messages sharing their stories and wishing me all the best. It honestly brought me to tears just to see this flood of understanding and empathy appear out of nowhere. Thank you to everyone who took the time to message me or comment. I've now read each and every one of them and so thankful for all your support you've given me. I didn't think I'd update any further, but since there's been so much recent response, I can give you guys a little conclusion to how everything fully resolved. I didn't touch Reddit since my last update because I needed a lot of time to process what had happened and having the place to myself was strange to adjust to at first. But as it turns out, very necessary to begin the healing process. Mary moved out the following Saturday of the incident. She spent the following days after the blow up moping around the flat and wanting to talk to me. But I refused and told her I needed space. Her mum came on the weekend to help her pack up her things as Mary was going to move back in with her. Her mum cleared up a lot of the questions I'd had on my mind. 
I'd always been told by Mary that her dad had been abusive, but her mum had loved him so much she wouldn't leave him. So she left home and was homeless when she was 14, sleeping under benches in train stations, just so she didn't have to be in the house with him. She only moved back in when her mum finally got the guts to divorce her dad. This story I had believed for seven years turned out to be completely fake. Not only was Mary never homeless, but her father was never abusive and loved both her and her mum very much. The reason I never saw him around was because he'd moved to Australia to pursue his career, which was the real reason for the divorce. He loved his family but wanted success even more, so he left. Her mum told me that Mary's dad was always inviting her over for summer holidays, but Mary never went because she hates flying. The day she moved out, I stayed in my room and just hid away, but she knocked on my door before she left and I answered. I still wanted to say goodbye. She'd been my closest friend for so long that it didn't feel right just letting her fade out of my life without a send-off. She asked me if I wanted the money I gave her for a new car back, but I said no and told her to use it instead for therapy. She cried a lot and tried to hug me, but I kept her at a distance. I let her know this will be the final time we would, would ever see or speak to each other. I just couldn't be around her anymore with the knowledge of what she had done. She left sobbing and when she was gone, my little town flat felt suddenly bigger than it ever had before. It had been hard to adjust and to be alone in this space. For the first week she was gone, I still expected to see her in the kitchen every morning or on the sofa when I got home. It was unsettling to say the least. I had my first therapy appointment last week and I think it actually went well. I haven't been to therapy since I was in school, so I was very nervous to begin with. But my therapist is a very lovely lady who helped me understand that Mary's lives were her own making and I had nothing to do with their creation. A lot of people said she was probably a compulsive liar, maybe even a narcissist, and she seemed to agree loosely with that idea from what she had heard. In yet another revelation, I met with Jane for coffee as she had asked me to meet up and clear some details. She told me she'd been wondering about why Mary would make me the target of her abuse story and started asking people in her office about the things Mary had said about me in the past. One that stood out was a painter, they work in art restoration and distribution, who used his art as a mean of channeling his traumatic history with his abusive stepmother. Apparently, Mary had taken quite a liking to him, and so she had first told him about her abuse as a way of getting closer to him. She had mentioned fancying him in the past, but I didn't think she'd go to such lengths to create a connection between them. He'd been furious when he heard the truth, and now he doesn't speak to her anymore. Jane told me not many people do now. They were all worried that she'd made up stuff about them and get them into trouble at work, so they're keeping her at arm's length as a result. I felt a bit bad when I heard this as I know Mary is having a miserable time with her friendship group kicking her out as well. Jane apologized to me but I told her she had nothing to be sorry about, that this was all Mary and she was only trying to protect what she thought was an abused friend. We left each other on good terms but we don't have much in common so I doubt we'll be friends in the future. Claire came to stay with me for a bit which has helped with the loneliness a little. It's hard to be alone after having someone practically attached to your hip for so long. Thank you to your guys who all left such kind messages in the comments, many of which were very helpful. I'm so thankful to all of you for your words of advice and comfort you've given me. It's made a shitty situation so much better to know that there are people out there who've been through the same thing and offer words of encouragement to lost things like me. Thank you, everybody. Wow, and that was a long story and a roller coaster as well. 
And after the, the, the first post, I was going to say, like, absolutely not the arsehole to me in the way that you've treated your friend with such compassion and empathy and the way that you've treated them, got them to where they are, basically, after they had been so much in that first post. And like one of the commenters said in that first post, the only reason I couldn't see them, like, maybe twisting things like that was because they didn't want the history of their dad being brought up. And I thought, yeah, maybe there was a better way of going that. But I couldn't I couldn't call you an arsehole for the way you dealt with the situation and, and the way you helped your friend in such a out of such a bind that we knew at that time. And I was very happy to see that OP, you know, got themselves into therapy and because that is just a, a totally messed up situation. What betrayal through that story? And all I can say after this one is I wish you the best in the future without Mary. But I do question at the same time, what goes through someone like Mary's mind to to lie in the way that they did and, and basically tangle themselves up in their own web of lies at the end there? Holy moly. But what do you guys make of this story? A one story video. What the hell? <laughs> Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Haven't seen a story quite like that in a while. Thank you so much for your love, support and time. And I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.